Hi, it's your girl, Chelsea Spinky from Black Girls Texting. We are so excited about this episode because we got to sit down with the incredibly talented Janelle Monet and Kiersey Clemens to talk about their new film, Antebellum. Antebellum is not your average slave movie and is a film filled with twists and turns that will keep you on the edge of your seat. You can stream the film this Friday, September 18th. Gather your girls and watch. We hope you enjoy the episode and we hope you go see Antebellum. It's Shade at Black Girls Texting. I know y'all see my text. You better answer me back. I'm Chels Pinky, also known as the washing machine queen. I'm classically trained. Me, 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 me. This is Glenn at Bedside Brat. Wow, you did us. Welcome, welcome to Black Girls Texting. To you steadily in our group chat, and each week we're letting you in on it. I'm Chels Pinky, also known as the washing machine queen. I'm Glenn at Bedstuy Brat. And I'm Shetty at Black Girls Texting. And stepping in the group chat with us today, we have two amazing actors, phenomenal people that we can't wait to talk to who have a new movie out called Antebellum that we all just watched and are obsessed with. We have Janelle Monet and Kiersey Clemens. Welcome to the group hey. chat. Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome <laughs> to the group chat. On Red or Reply. So whenever we have guests on, we love to play this game called Red on, on Red or Reply. So when you get a text, if you're not here for it, you might leave it on red. And if you are here for it, you might reply. So we're going to just tell you a few things and let us know if it's on red, not here for it, or reply. Oh, okay. <laughs> the, the, first one, fire. the first one is telling your group chat spoilers about your films. No. Wait, what were my options? <laughs> Wait, are yeah. you leaving it on Wait, red? On red. Like, you're not here for it. Oh, so if somebody no. texts uh, somebody texts me or texts us and was giving out spoilers, are they like, "Girl, I this new movie. What is it about?" Oh, yeah, I'm not telling them. I mean, I'm <laughs> gonna give them a vague answer. I'm gonna, you know what? <laughs> I might. I think it might be left left on red for a little bit because I'm just like, how do I? tell you and i know you know like i'm not about to tell you what the movie is about like go see it right yeah so not here for it i think is the because <laughs> i feel the exact not same here. way i would just be like what are you talking about right <laughs> go watch the movie you're not like what's happening on right. set today and you can't drop a little bit of tea or nothing like that no i mean I, we can send photo like a you know keep the mystery behind it but i think most actors want to you know they, they want you to have the experience, not like getting how we got to the final. Yeah. Like we don't, we don't, we don't want to, we don't want to mess that experience up for you. And shockingly, telling you what I'm doing at work is not anything. It's like, there's no like big <laughs> story, you know, like right. we're sitting in chairs, like, and mosquitoes are eating our ankles. <laughs> and right. like we're eating we're mosquitoes, <laughs> you know, <laughs> with flip flops on. You know? Yeah. <laughs> It's not cute, so. Okay, the next one is ridding the U.S. of Confederate soldier statues. Here for it? Reply. You're replying. Reply. <laughs> reply. Reply. Reply all. And Janelle don't know how to play the game. Kissy <laughs> playing her yeah. own game. She's like, right. I'm not here for she it. She wants to be here for it and not here, here for, for it. it. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> no, yes. That's, that's her stuff. reply then. Yeah. Reply. Okay, the next one is quote-unquote, slave movies. I see what you did there. 
<laughs> see how we did that? Mm -hmm. I see how you did that. <laughs> I, I, I think that it depends. So I'm going to reply and ask follow-up questions. Yeah. You know, like, where, where does this go? What is the point? Um, you know, because I think there is a difference between slave movies we grew up watching and movies that deal with slavery but don't stay there. Does that make sense? Like white savior slavery films, I'm not here for. Uh-uh. Um, but movies that touch on it and are not white savior slavery films and it allows you to um, see the black woman triumph and be victorious, I'm here for it. Yeah. yeah. I normally reply to stuff like that it's consensual. It's like consent, right? In terms of if we're talking about black pain porn and we're talking about movies mm -hmm. like Janelle, you put out like a trigger warning for a movie and I followed up and did the same thing. And I, at a certain point, you know, told my sister, she's younger than me. So if I, I told her like, don't send me these videos of folks dying. I don't want to see that. I know mm -hmm. that you're 15 and like just discovering the violences and tragedies of the world mm -hmm. um but i don't consent i said i don't consent to this right <laughs> that is my sisters so yeah i think it's yeah. all consent and like what i don't think any of us would tell another another person in this context like you have to watch the slave movie that's so wild yeah you know? yeah i don't think any of us knew the context of the film chelsea maybe you did i didn't know what to expect i had heard murmurings but when i put it on I was, I was like wait what's going on mm -hmm. i was like oh i'm not gonna lie we were like oh no it's a movie and i think that like a lot of times we go into a movie and it's so one note mm -hmm. and like janelle said like it's white savior and so we expect that now every time we see a film that involves the enslavement of black people exactly and with our movie, this is, it's a story and there is a relief, I can say that. Um, and you're not just being pounded over the head with a bunch of black pain and trauma. Um, yeah. It's wonderful Absolutely. storytelling. And that's why when I read the script, I was like, I didn't think I would do something like this, but here we are. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's definitely unlike anything that you have ever seen. So. No spoilers. Um, the last red or reply is reparations. Reply. Reply, yes. <laughs> Thumbs up with the little heart click thing. <laughs> Our like a, yeah, like a century ago, please. <laughs> right. Right, long overdue. Yeah, here's my cash up. <laughs> Bet, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, we're replying. Have you seen it on social media with uh, Black people putting their cash apps and Venmos, like pay us? Yeah, of mm -hmm. course. And people are paying them too. I've seen it yes. happen. I know. Oh my God, yeah. I need to put my cash up in my little. You should. Oh my God, you would definitely 100%. You should. Yeah, some... do it. Scandalous name. All right, y'all. It's time for the group chat. What drew you all to these roles? Well, when I read uh, Antebellum, I thought within like the first 20 pages, I knew what kind of film it was going to be. But then we got to the twist. And I was like, I haven't seen any film like this made. Um, 
And I felt like it effectively connected the dots between the past, the present, and what could be and can be the future. And I started to think about it in the context of today. And as we talk about white supremacy and we talk about systemic racism and we talk about systemic oppression and we talk about police brutality, there's no way we can talk about those things without talking about chattel slavery, without talking about um, America's original sin. And talking about chattel slavery is something that should remind people that one, we're not here because we asked to be here. We're here because our ancestors were forced over here, um, forced into labor, right? Um, and not only did they take you know, our ancestors, but our ancestors had real lives, real dreams, real aspirations. Uh, they were authors, they were writers, they were poets, they were musicians. Um, they were, were thought leaders and important uh, pillars to, to their communities. And all of that was stolen and robbed, right? And so you hear words like, pull yourself up by your bootstraps. There were no bootstraps. You know, there, there, there was already a deficit that we were born into. And when you think about the Civil War and you think about the early institutions of policing, not a lot of people know that in the South during the Civil War, the earliest institution of policing war was the slave patrol. The slave patrols that were meant to find and hunt down uh, enslaved people who had run away and to kill um, those who wanted, you know, those black people who wanted to start a revolt. It wasn't let's start a police force to protect and serve the community. No, it was to terrorize and traumatize black people. So when we're screaming defund the police or abolish the police, that is what we are saying. We are saying that inherently the police, the, the institution of policing is built on racist policy. You know what I'm saying? And so people forget that. And so you have to, you can't talk about one without talking about the other. And I think this film um, highlights it and it connects it and it reminds us that the past is not the past. The past is not dead. All of this is interconnected. And the fact that it's centered around what it's like for a black woman and black women today specifically to carry the burden of dismantling and deconstructing systemic racism and white supremacy and uh, racial injustice on their backs. What that is like has to be amplified. You need to know the struggle globally of what that is like for black women like Maxine Waters, black women like Ayanna Presley, black women like uh, Angela Davis, black women like Brie Newsome, um, but you know, black women who started the Black Lives Matter movement. You know, Veronica, my character, that I saw all of all of that in her. And 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 that's why I said yes to this role. Yeah. Kersey, how about you? Uh, you want me to follow up that answer or <laughs> what drew you to your role? Um, uh, for me, it was, I thought that the amount of space that a person like me takes up in a film like this was appropriate. And I felt like, um, I mean, what a perfect opportunity to talk about mental health within our community mm -hmm. and what a time to highlight the mortality rate of 
of Black folks who are pregnant or uh, going through childbirth. And I don't really get that opportunity often to play parts like this, to be honest, that feel like a reflection of things that are not spoken about because the media just doesn't allow it. And mm-hmm. it kind of gets uh, swept under the rug. And I think that with my character specifically, I think that to most people, it will probably come across as uh, she just, you know, this situation was hard for her. But I think that we have to always consider that with Black folks, it's normally the straw that broke the camel's back. And like, even Mm -hmm. with everything that's happening right now, like on top of navigating the world and navigating white folks and people asking if you're okay and what can I do and navigating, trying to protect your psyche and your conscious and Mm -hmm. um, like behind all of that and underneath all of that, we're still existing in life and we're still experiencing, like I said, mental health troubles and we're still experiencing uh, family members or friends dying not at the hands of police and we're experiencing other it's 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 what happens when you dehumanize black folks for so mm-hmm. long that mm-hmm. you forget even during a revolution and during you trying to be a quote-unquote white ally that I don't even want to talk about the revolution today <laughs> because I'm depressed about other yeah. things yeah. you know exactly like, maybe I'm going a breakup or someone that's dealing with substance just like you're still a human i'm a person i'm a fucking person (laughs) and i think Mm. that julia is that physical representation um just a little bit in the movie yeah i love how you said that you thought the amount of space that your character takes up in the film felt appropriate um and without giving away too much to our listeners who haven't seen the film yet i think even on the surface looking at the two of you as like the leading ladies of the of this film there are differences in the way that you present as black women is that what you were referring to in terms of like i mean i think even like what you're saying Janelle is the leading lady and without Mm -hmm. spoiling the movie um I think that our movie it says that (laughs) in a way um that speaks on not only uh being a white savior but a light-skinned savior uh and like proximity to whiteness and lightness and why does your brain do this thing subconsciously maybe when you see me where you think oh now the movie's gonna turn it's gonna be about her and like Gerard and Chris were so conscious of that and it was kind of one of the first things that we spoke about because I wanted to know why my character goes through what she does and why it goes the way that it does and that was kind of one of the points and I just think it makes the movie so nuanced and self-aware um Mm -hmm because not only are we talking about like our reality in the real world, we're also talking about, we're talking about within the movie, it's very meta, talking about within the movie, how black folks are portrayed um, uh, and received within movies, if that makes sense. I just want to say that, you know, yes, this is the, the, the first leading role for me in a film, but Kiersey is somebody who, 
I've watched um, for quite some time now. And her, her the, the level of um, taste that she has when she's picking out her roles is very inspiring and truly remarkable. She is very self-aware. And that's what this character, to me, called for. You can't pretend to be. You have <laughs> to just do that, right? And I think they're, they're like, when, I, when she said yes to this, I was just so thankful and so grateful because what you don't want is a bunch of actors who, I mean, I, I get like, we have to get into character and we get into these roles, but at the core, you wanna know that in their personal life, they're practicing what they're preaching, especially when it, when it comes to race. Mm-hmm. And I think that the way that Julia challenges my character in this film is very important. And I don't think that the motivation of my character, you know, once you get into that third act would even exist without Julia and without dealing with her one-on-one and being challenged mm-hmm. and the account- by her and the accountability that Julia's character um, you know, has for me mm-hmm. to rise to the occasion Correct. Yes. Uh, is super important. So there would be no real, um, you know, Veronica without other Black women. And when you think about in life, other Black women holding us accountable. You know what I'm saying? In a way that only we can talk to each other like. Mm-hmm. We don't need to hear from people who don't know what it's like to be Black women mm-hmm. telling us, you know, what, what we should or what we should do or reminding us of our power. We need to hear from our own. And, I, and, and, and that was another reason that made me say yes. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think on screen we see Black women challenging each other like that. You know what I'm saying? It's and true. That was beautiful. Mm. It's true. And we also- found that. Oh, sorry. sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was just talking. I was, <laughs> no, I, go on. <laughs> I was just going to say that we found a lot of the strength of this film is in the non-vocal parts. And we were like, this feels like it also is a message in its own and speaking to like some of the silencing of Black people. But like Mm -hmm. the shots were insane. Like the way that you all were portraying so much emotion without saying anything. And you have a couple moments where it's like nothing's happening, but you're on the edge of your seat. Like we'd love to talk more about that experience and like what that meant. Mm. I think that, well, I mean, I can speak for myself, but I, uh, I feel like we, we worked out those moments and we talked about, okay, when are you going to look at me and I'm going to look at you Mm -hmm. and give you this signal? Mm -hmm. Um, because you're, you're, you're right. We wanted to make sure that they were all connected in a way that's beyond, um, that's not beyond being verbal. Um, yeah. They're connected in their bodies. Yeah. I mean, if you think about when you walk in a room and you see another black person, head nod, you know, man or woman, non-binary, whatever. But when you see that skin color, we don't, and, and especially if we're the minority and the majority, A, you're pro-black, because there are some people you can be in a room with and they don't see you. And they're like, I'm the only black person in here. 
I don't see you, you know? You're oh my gosh. You know what I am going to say, Janelle? I'm going to interrupt you yeah. to give you Go ahead. a compliment. Yeah. <laughs> Janelle was one of the first people in terms of like, when I first started to going, going to like events or doing things like this, because for me, that was only like five, six years ago. And Janelle was the first person, because I'll just approach anyone and be like, I'm your biggest fan. I think that you're great. And Janelle was the first person that I tapped her on her shoulder at a party and you turned around and this was in like 2015 or something. And you turned around and you said, nope, you already know who you are. And like you complimented me on my movie and you knew my name and it just felt super validating in a space where Mm -hmm. I didn't feel familiar and I didn't have friends in this Mm -hmm. industry like I do now, you know, Mm -hmm. and like. I don't have faith. Like I had no idea what was going on and yeah, that feels like what's happening in this movie. Like you were touching on where Mm -hmm. her acknowledgement for me made me feel more comfortable in the position and felt more confident in the position that I was in, in my own space. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. So thank you. I love you, sis. You know, I love you. (laughs) And it's, it's, it's real. It's real. And, I think that's when when people will see when I watched the first cut, I saw that, you know, there was just love um, that you couldn't teach us, but we have for each other off screen and and it was beautiful to watch it on screen. And so I I will say the nonverbals were were just deeply rooted, I want to say probably in our ancestors. You know what I'm saying? having, Having to communicate in different ways. Because speaking and being vocal will get you killed. Mm-hmm. And I think that this film speaks to the silence as a way of violence against Black women. Mm-hmm. We see it all the time, how they try to silence vaccine waters. We see it all the time when, when women are protesting, when they, when they are online, when they're speaking out against patriarchy, speaking out against white supremacy, you know, the narrative that's being spun. And it's enough to make you want to be quiet. Because you're just like, I cannot deal with this on top of my own personal shit. I don't have time to be back and forth on Twitter or, you know, looking at this, this, this community of, of that, that's rooted in hate going against me. Some people back down, but this, this is not the time. You're seeing it more than ever that we are supporting each other too, even more, you know, um, and picking up when people are fatigued and tired and just just picking up even more. So that is a, a beautiful thing. Sorry, somebody's working on music. <laughs> Sneak no peek, problem. y'all. Right? <laughs> no, that was so interesting. We talked um, about that a lot after watching the yeah. film. Oh, sorry, go ahead, Janelle, if you have more. No, no, no. So I think I th- I'm going to just close it out with, you know, I think we we are, um, we are just, we, yes. That, I don't have anything else to add. I think I said <laughs> No, we talked a lot about that, that silencing idea and thinking about all the spaces that Black women are silenced. And I had this thought like, damn, like the times that I feel heard the most are when I'm with my girls, when I'm with other Black women. That's when it it means the most to be heard. So we're, Mm. I'll just say, we're so grateful that you all are even joining us for this conversation right now and to have this moment with you all. Um, On that note, the film deals a lot with making it as a Black person, right? So like you have a platform in in the in the film and um people are listening to your character janelle um but at the same time it shows that kind of um that tension that arises when white people are threatened by 
Black people having a voice. Um, the, fear. the fear, exactly. Yeah. Afraid yeah, of that, true. exactly. Um, but there was something that even as the, the film sort of switches in this moment, and I see all of these accolades that the characters have and the kind of world that they're living in, that I'm like, wow, they really arrived. Like, they're their ancestors' wildest dreams. And we were wondering if you yourselves feel like your ancestors' wildest dreams as we're talking about heritage and things like that. What a big question. Do you feel like your ancestors' wildest dreams? I yeah. do. Yeah. I love that. I oh, do. Yeah. I think that, like, the, my day, the things I do day to day, my ancestors couldn't even envision me doing. We talk a lot about, like, honoring our ancestors on the podcast. I'm quite yeah. adamant about, like, talking to them and having a connection with them and just knowing that, you know, we, ha- we are descendants of people who had to hustle and struggle to make it and be doing this right now. I'm like, I know my grandma Eliza up there like, yes, girl, you better talk to them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, that, that's, I know that's, that's real. Um, and that's, that's another reason why I said, let me do this, this film, even though being on, you know, having some scenes filmed in New Orleans on a plantation, I was not okay with when I stepped yeah. my foot, I, you know, when we stepped on that soil, it was triggering and I was deeply upset and, and, and um, looking at people getting married on plantations, white people getting Wild. married on plantations, this is still happening. People still romanticize that antebellum period. And for me, it represents nothing but pain of my ancestors. And my grandmother, who was a sharecropper from Aberdeen, Mississippi. This is my maternal mother's mother. And she picked cotton. Um, She ended up having to migrate and she came to Kansas City and Kansas and made a life. And that's why I'm from Kansas. But every time I think about that, every time I think about her hands, I think about her sweat, I think about uh, her strength, uh, it gives me that fight. And it makes me want to take on projects that can honor her. You know, that, that, that can make her say, yes, this was my reality, but look at your reality now. You know, mm-hmm. I know it's difficult. I know it's hard. I want you to know, though, you have everything in you. You know, I've given you everything you need to move forward. And that's what I felt when I was doing those tough scenes. I felt her. I felt the presence of my ancestors moving me, to, you know, picking me up when I mentally, when I was just fatigued, when I didn't think I could do anything. Um, I, I felt that. I felt that at times. And I felt that when I'm writing a song, when I'm, uh, when I'm giving a speech and I'm, I'm nervous about it, I, I, can, I can tap into them, you know? Mm. I've did a th- I do a thing where every time I do, every time I do a new project, I'll have like a little journal for the character, you know, write their backstory. And I'm sure I'm not the only person who does it. Um, and for Julia's, I just kept asking for permission and I was writing more so prayers in it. Uh, mm. And I was asking for permission and I was asking all of the black mothers that we've lost. I was asking all mm. of the children lost. Um, and then this was my first week of being in New Orleans. And then my journal disappeared one day. And I was like, who took where is my journal? Why can't I find my journal? And I had like a whole breakdown. I mean, I'm an anxious person. I had a whole breakdown and I, my, my friend was in town and she was looking for the journal, couldn't find the journal. And then on the last day of 
filming, I open my backpack that I've taken a set every single day and my journal's in there. Oh my God. I was like, what the fuck? And I, I took that as a sign. I also might just be a crazy person, which I am, but I felt like I was kind of relieved of continuously asking for permission. It was almost like I got an yeah. answer. Um, yeah. And there was definitely a scene and it's me and Janelle when we're out in the field. And that day something just came over my body. Um, and that doesn't happen all of the time. I'm not even gonna lie. I wish I was that method and like <laughs> that brilliant. Really I think I probably I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and you I remember you put your hands on my waist and like it just made it feel it filled me with so much mm. safety and I felt genuinely mm -hmm. supported and Tungai was off camera and still making eye contact with me and yeah. it felt like the heavens above and everyone here mm -hmm. really all supporting me and like saying yes to me and I said yeah. yes back um, yeah yeah I remember that yeah I remember that yeah that was a good day Damn. Yeah, it's coming. It was uh, no. I just I started to imagine that feeling and just mm. it coming from the 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 roots of you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So interested that interesting that you guys were in Nola because we took a trip to Nola and I told you all that I was feeling like I was feeling stuff. New Orleans no, is no yeah. joke. But it's just like yeah. you feel things when yeah. you're there. A lot. It's oh, a yeah. it's a special place. Yeah. yeah. I mean, energy there. energy never dies. You know mm -hmm. they say. And, was, and I believe that, so. Was it triggering to play this type of role, especially during this time and what's happening now? Yeah, of course. Um, you know, I, th I think that this film has triggering moments. It also has moments of joy, moments of celebration. And it really humanizes Black people, uh, you know, especially with, with, with my character, you get an opportunity to see her as a mom you an opportunity to mm -hmm. see her um, as uh, an advocate for marginalized voices on stage, being celebrated. You see her with her girls too, like mm -hmm. the moments with me and, and Gabourey um, and with Lily are just important because so often, you know, we, we do get that, those triggering, traumatizing uh, points in the story, but you don't, you don't really get a chance to see them thriving. And, and it makes it that much more difficult when you lose one of us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, so yes, it was triggering and it's triggering when I look online and I see videos about um, George Floyd. I still haven't watched the George Floyd video. I still fight for him, but I, I knew that I couldn't watch that. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't watch uh, the Jacob Blake uh, video, you know, Sandra Bland was difficult for me, seeing things about Breonna Taylor, seeing things um, about Elijah McClain, all of that is triggering for us. And we have that right. So I think that people, you know, we, we go back and forth, but then we say, well, should we let the world know this is happening to our people? Like I should be reposting this. I should be you know, letting people know that I'm outraged about this because I am. So I struggle with it every day. 
You know, it's an everyday struggle. Should I repose violence against black people? And we, we all have to, we all have to ask ourselves that every single day. And then you feel guilty about not doing it when you don't. Mm, I yeah. think though, you shouldn't feel guilty because you don't need, like you just said, you don't watch it because you don't need to see it to know that it's happening. Yeah. And like, doesn't that, because I, I, I struggle with the same thing, but then I think in my mind, doesn't it only add to the dehumanization of black folks when we encourage white people to believe that it's okay to repost violences against us because it helps them understand? Yeah, that's, that's so true. Sad. You know, like, why don't, why don't you start with believing us? <laughs> right, why do you need this that type part. of proof? Right. Yeah. Exactly. You don't but need it, proof, right. It's yeah. crazy how like, like the genre of horror and like slavery fits so well together. And like people, you know, we say like, we don't want to share these videos, but it's like incredible that people will act as if, you know, America's greatest sin is like some la la magical thing that wasn't real, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's sad that we didn't yeah. share that, but I feel like some people don't believe that it's happening. Yeah. Yeah. No, you were so right. Our history books whitewash it. They make it seem like, oh, first of all, our lives began when slavery started in America. Right. This is how Black people's lives started. When that started, no. Like I mentioned, you know, we we were thriving, doing way, doing doing cool ass shit, and 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 it was uh, you know, we we were robbed of our aspirations and our dreams. Um, and, you know, they, they, they make it seem like we migrated here willingly, you know what I'm saying? But not really, even with the Native Americans, celebrating Christopher Columbus Day, not talking about the pillage and the rape and the murdering of Native Americans. Like we have, my job as an actor and our job as, as storytellers is to tell the truth, mm -hmm. you know? Um, so that's what, that's what this movie is, 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 is making us focus on again the truth about the connection of the past, the present, and what can be our future. Mm -hmm. Well, we really thank you both for just the amazing job you did, but also just everything you're continuing to do. Um, Janelle, you touched on your character and the levels and layers of her as a mom, but what she does in terms of advocacy, but that she can turn up and have a good time and just like, Listen, turn up with her friend. I won't even spoil it, yeah. but there are just some hilarious moments <laughs> as well. Cracking me up. We're all like cranberry yeah. vodka. <laughs> Girl, I called it before it happened on the table. I said, what was that? Right. That's that? But that's what our podcast is really all about, like showing the layers and levels of Black women and normalizing mm -hmm. that we are human beings. We don't mm -hmm. always have to be phenomenal at all times and we're not always just like turn up turn up city girls but I'm, I'm phenomenal and I listen to the city girls at the same time and there is a there's a it's not even just dichotomy there's multitudes so many multitudes of, of what we do and and that's really what this podcast is all about and so we are so honored to have had you both here to just show just how multifaceted dope amazing we are and with that I think we'll jump into our final segment my good sis, that's a black girl. So our last shit. segment is called Black Girls Doing Shit. And, you know, Shade, you just did the most beautiful tribute because on this episode, our black girls doing shit are you two, Janelle and Kiersey. Thank you 
for, for joining us and for all that you do. Ah, oh, thank you. Oh, thank thank you y'all. This was great. Yeah. This was so beautiful. And yeah. So needed and, and uh, healing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There's a lot, as Kiersey was mentioning, our mental health is important. And one of the things that I hope that we, and, and, and not really us, but those who benefit from these racist policies, those who benefit from patriarchy, my hope is that when they see this film, that they realize that Black women deserve so much more. Mm. And at the very least, we deserve peace. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. And, I, and I hope that they do everything they can to ensure that, to protect Black lives, protect Black women, to amplify our voices, and to give us peace. Because we, 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 yeah, we, de- sure. we deserve at least that. Are there anything, final things you all want to share with us? Anything exciting on the horizons <laughs> or anything speaking on your spirits? Um, <laughs> when is this coming out? Uh, likely In the two weeks. Two weeks? Mm-hmm. Two weeks. Oh, okay. Uh, no. I mean, I hope y'all, we really wanted this to be in theaters. You know, it is an event movie. Um, and we saw it on the big screen, but watch it with your friends and family at home safely, because there should be a lot of dialogue. Talk about it, you know, um, yeah, talk about it and, you know, make it an an event in your own home and house and, um, make sure you vote, man. I, I, I am, I'm team vote. Uh, we cannot allow any more politicians to be in office that don't even lend an ear to our needs. Like we can't even get an ear right now. And also we have to, uh, I'm voting for Kamala and uh, Biden. uh, And I'm excited about holding them accountable. I'm excited about having conversations with them and pushing them on policies that matter to me and to Mm -hmm. my community. Mm. And I don't think we can afford to have uh, any more time with racist policies. We can't, with police, we can't, we, we, have, to, we have to push them. And so I'm, I'm excited about getting to that. Vote. Vote, <laughs> that's it, that's it for That's me. it, that's the last yeah. word. Um, thanks you guys, this was really, really lovely. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Thank you. I appreciate you all, and I hope you all drink some tea, take care of yourself, take a nap, turn off your phone. Yeah. All those things. I agree. Thank you so much. And that's a wrap. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. Love y'all. Thank you so much. Have a great rest of your evening. All right. Yeah. Okay. Take care. Bye, babe. I'll talk to you, Kiersey. Bye, sweetie.